you need tonight A little something to whet your appetite And it's gonna make you feel alright Sweet gravy and caramel kirk Check them out as they go to work Congratulations on your new podcast Now open up a can of whoop ass And blast, blast, blast Ooh, and we're back for another episode of Sweet Gravy. Hey. Oh, man. Did you hear the way that he, like, bangs on that piano? He's like, what do you hear tonight? Something to whet your appetite. And we're going to make it feel all right. Sweet think, gravy and caramel I think curd. you just hear it louder. Check it out as they go to work. <laughs> okay, that's enough. And c- c- congratulations on your new podcast. All right, that, that's enough. We gotta stop. We just heard it. <laughs> and the reason that you the reason that you hear the piano so loud is because his small ass apartment. <laughs> Don't you make fun of his apartment? His apartment's so little. Well, he lives in Los Angeles. What do you expect? I get that's. Exactly that's what, what you get. Yeah. That's crazy. You just, I mean, you hear California and people think that it's this grandiose place and it's beautiful and you're on the uh, water. You live in Los Angeles. Yeah. And, oh, you got, yeah. But there's, Rokes. I, I remember <laughs> I was at uh, Shannon's on Pine in Long Beach and um, there was this married couple and their name were John and Mary and they actually hang out there quite a bit. Um, so... Hello to them if they're there. Uh, hey, John. <laughs> hey, John. Hey, girl. hey, Mary. And they were telling me a story about how um, <laughs> there was a roach crawling through their kitchen. They, they lived in Long Beach, and there was a roach crawling through their kitchen. And she had a broom, and she swept it. She's like like a hockey player. She was like, uh, slap shotted it right into the <laughs> right into the the uh, central air of their apartment. Mm-hmm. And she she was like, and then I knew that I had scored the point because I hear ding 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 ding, ding as it's falling down the the tubings, mm-hmm. the ven- the ventilation system. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, yeah, score, score, score. Yeah. How is that a score? Because she got rid of that roach. It's gonna have babies that she don't see, <laughs> and then they're gonna all be in her apartment. Well, you should have just smashed it. Yeah, right. Like that one is gonna do it. I knew a exterminator and he he said he could walk into apartment buildings and he could smell the roaches it's disgusting he's like i can smell the roaches someone else told me the same thing um i worked with a kid who uh that's the job he did before i worked at the breakfast spot i worked at Mm -hmm. and before he worked there that's a job that he did where he would go into like um the student apartments here, right? the ones close to us, and he said it used to be horrible in there, and they used to have to evict students all the time. And I think the reason that those apartments got like that is because they were letting outside people come in, and then it's like four or five people to an apartment uh, mm-hmm. with one room in an apartment. Like when we first got, yeah. got here, we 
almost moved into there. I mean, I checked it out because we needed to find a place, but mm-hmm. then it was kind of like I I didn't like the whole shared living. Space it was five hundred dollars a month, right, for, right. Per, per person. Per person. And what you did is, uh, you basically have a private room, but you shared the living room and the kitchen. Yeah. And uh, there's three to an apartment, so it would have been you and I with our own room, which was maybe not a bad idea. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> then you're going to be sneaking into my room. Huh? You'd be trying to sneak into my room. I'd have to sneak? Yeah, you got to sneak. I would imagine. I'm, get I'd out just, of my room, Kirk. Huh? You, you, yeah, that, that would go, get out of my room. <laughs> <laughs> that would become a, a point there. but uh, And then it would just be some other person. Yeah. We'd, we would would scare off every single person that would try to live with us yeah probably wouldn't they would be, be like there. i gotta get i gotta get out of here yeah these two are crazy yeah i mean get it, get me out of here i need a I need a different place they'd go to the office and then the people would be like oh i don't i i knew a dude in college and he lived in the dormitory and uh he he could never keep a roommate like people always ask to leave Mm-hmm. his his dorm he, he didn't know why <laughs> he never said that he didn't know why he never said but all i know is that he lived by himself in a dorm setting probably perfect in the you know college world you know because you sleep like right 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 across from each other well it's weird but, how they set that whole thing up i've been in multiple situations so i think i'm in the same position as that guy where pretty much every single roommate that i've had didn't like me they had enough but i didn't like them either no i don't know if it's me or them but because it's been multiple people i'm starting to think it's you maybe it's i me. can't believe i've made it this far shut up uh. <laughs> well, you're particular about little retarded things though like what well first first um when i was in the dorms at uh, a school in Michigan the lady asked me for my information she asked me the things that I like like do you like loud music and things like that because they're trying to put you with a group of people mm-hmm. you know what she did what? she put me in a house because these were like individual houses with like four rooms and that's how the dorms were set up mm-hmm. and she put me in this house with these three other girls and two of them were gay and they were all wild, smoking weed, drinking, blah, blah. And I just, the vibe just was not there. First off, I was a little bit offended. Like, why did she put me in a room with gay girls? Mm-hmm. And then the girl that I actually uh, shared a room with, I had a roommate in one of the rooms. And she was like, she would never come out of her room. She's like, I don't like it here. Mm-hmm. I'm stuck here because I don't live here, and I fucking hate it. And she made it even more miserable for me about how much she hated it, and she wouldn't even leave her room or anything. Right. And she didn't like the other girls. I didn't like the other girls. But that's how they paired us up. And I'm like, how do you? These girls like loud music. I said, I don't mind, I guess, but damn. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just, they paired me up. They put you feel like you got put into the wrong spot, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I got uh set up to lose in a be- from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So after that, I said fuck that. I stayed for one night, and I left. You only gave it one night. Yep, that's not enough time. Well, I was done. I see. I don't like it. I'm not about to waste nobody's time. I'm not about to waste my time. I don't like this. I'm leaving. I'm not. I don't got to stay there if I don't want to. Okay. A bunch of fucking gay girls just doing things in there. 
they were inviting friends over first night. I'm like, damn. That's what you're supposed to do. I don't know. I didn't. Well, maybe I was too old for that at that time. Maybe. They were younger than you? I was Because about, you had gotten out of the military? Yeah, I had gotten out of the military, and I had already got uh, my culinary degree. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was... I was a little older than they were probably. You aged out of that system. Out of that situation. Could you could you imagine because you were doing like specifically you were trying to find like places where you live and work at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's a a young person's type of thing. It is. Yeah. Don't you feel like now you'd be too old? Um I feel you're in like your 30s, yeah, absolutely. You're I like f- you're like uh all, right, all these young kids trying to do what they're doing. Yeah, it's definitely different now. Um, that's why when we decided that we were going to move here, I was so down for it because I had gotten to a point where I was like, okay, I'm tired of moving around in different places, different places, because most of the time those jobs are seasonal jobs. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of like, I mean, you could find a couple that's year-round in like Texas and places that's hot like that. Right. But uh, it was more so like, yeah, I, I just got tired of it. Like you said, I outgrew it. Mm-hmm. It was time to... To settle down, I would go back if I absolutely needed to. Mm-hmm. If I was struggling, that's a way that I can live. Right. And um, don't have to worry about, you know, living on the bills. street, I guess. Yeah. Not necessarily bills. Well, no, you go there and then, like, things are taken care of. Yeah. Right. It's an easy way to get on your feet. Like, mm-hmm. if you fall off and you need if to If you're find smart a, about it. Right. A lot of people aren't. No, they go and then they spend, they spend everything or they get Amazon packages. Yeah. And Amazon uh, and uh I remember uh It's it's on, a hard thing to not to do sometimes. You own you in an area where there's not much to do but uh-huh. buy things. On Catalina everybody would uh they would like spend like all their like checks on like Patagonia clothes and stuff. Mhm. <laughs> like uh practical people or would like like myself and other folks would like look at it and be like, why are they wasting their money on this stuff? You know. Well, that's just expensive. I know it's not cheap clothes, right? So I and don't then, get I don't get the whole Patagonia thing. And then I had a buddy show up, and uh, Fred had asked him. He said, "You don't wear Patagonia?" And he goes, "No, nah, that's for four people." <laughs> That's what he said? Yeah, that's what he said. Because it's kind of, is it? well, it's like the conversation we had with D, you know, about the shoes. Like, yeah. you want to look flashy and you want to, but you don't want to, you don't have the stuff to actually, like, other than the look. Mm-hmm. What, what would you call that? Stunting? Is that what they say? Yeah, that's that's definitely. That's the hip kid term? Stunting? Mm-hmm. I'm wearing my stunting shades? Buffs. Buffs? Yeah. What is that? I I think they're the new Cartiers. What is a Cartier? They're glasses. Oh, okay. They're really expensive glasses that people wear. In Detroit, it's a really popular thing. People uh-huh. like those glasses. They're expensive. And I don't... It's something that can get you killed. People will kill you over those glasses. Those mm-hmm. glasses cost a lot of fucking money. You're paying a, upward of a thousand for them. Right. So when you walk around with those... People automatically think you the man and you got some money in your pocket. Because, I got my Cartier's. Yeah, because why the fuck would you have nice Cartier's? I'm on not really no- into Cartier's. I like Cardi B's though. Shut up. Huh? <laughs> That's so lame. <laughs> you don't like that, that one? That gotta be the worst joke ever. What? <laughs> 
It's not Cartier's. It's Cartier. It's like C A R D I. I don't know about Cartier's. I know Cardi B's though. <laughs> That's funny. So I wanna wanna discuss something. What's up? So I just went in the room. I uh, had a few things to do this morning. We both had a few things to do this morning. Um, and I went and took a nap because had a long night, woke up early. Um, and I wake up to Kirk pulling my leg mm-hmm. and shaking me and tapping me and being obnoxious. Right. Why do you do that to me? Okay, so uh, let's see here. We... We're both awake. I woke up at about se- I woke up at about seven today, mm-hmm. and I was like, "All right, making sure everything's going good." I call my mommy, call my daddy, right? Mm-hmm. Call everybody, get the calls out of the way. Nobody wanted to talk to me. Apparently, it was too early. It was. Dad, <laughs> don't tell you something, huh? <laughs> so, uh, made the calls. Um, made sure everything was put out. So it's uh, Saturday. Um, if you follow us, you know that Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. is whenever we release the audio and video of the podcast for the week, right? Yeah. And then we record also on Saturday, typically now. We've been doing that the past few weeks. I've been going a good schedule too, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's going good. Except last week I was a little tired, a little sleepy. Yeah. So because I mean, it was about 11 at night. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be those weeks that you do one and then uh, you do it later, especially just got to adjust scheduling and everything like that. Mm-hmm. My work schedule and your time off. So. Right. So uh, I wake up. You're you're awake, right? And then you eat something. You say, you say uh, I need to eat. And I said, you want some muffins, right? I said, you want a muffin? Because uh, we got a membership at BJ's through my through my job. We used to have a membership at BJ's. It's basically like a bulk sales, uh, oh, a, so Sam's, a like Sam's a Club Costco. or a Costco. And they have the best muffins. They and do. I used, to get the, muffins. I used to get these muffins all the time. And you would just like look at them and be like, "Oh, you got the muffins. You the muffin man, huh?" <laughs> and <laughs> that sounds that, so mean. That's how you are. <laughs> you don't think that's funny, huh? Yeah, no, it's funny. I get it, <laughs> but still, it's kind of mean, you know. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, then one day you tried these muffins, and it was at the tail end of the membership. See, I used to I used to get the membership because I lived I worked right across from it. Right. So and we didn't have a car, so I'd walk across the street to the BJ's and pick up some stuff. Right. And uh, then I would call my Uber there, and then mm-hmm. I'd get right home. Well, now I have a car. I went over there, got some muffins. Well, at the tail end of whenever I was working there, I quit my uh, membership. And you had one of the muffins, and you're like, "These are the best muffins ever." Now I know why you're the muffin man. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. So, uh, we're eating muffins, and then you wake up today, and you're like, "Oh, I'm hungry. Feed me, Seymour. <laughs> I'm hungry." <laughs> and I said, "Okay, you want a muffin? There's two muffins in there. There's a muffin for you. There's a muffin for me. We got muffins, baby." And he said, no, I need salt. I'm like, okay. 
She don't want muffins. Uh, best muffins. No, ever. like I, it's either I'm in the mood for something sweet or something salty. So then you microwave a chimichanga, and you don't know. I I don't know what's going on in that microwave. It's popping like popcorn. It's like pop 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 pop. pop. I don't know. I was like, how's she cooking this chimichanga like that? I don't know. All I did was put it in the microwave and pressed it and turned it on. And then you open it up. You open up the packaging because it was one of them pre-made jobs. Did you get it at 7-Eleven? No, no I got it at the grocery, grocery store. store. Yeah. Okay. So um, you open up this chimichanga. And what do you what do you see? The Just, thing is destroyed. <laughs> I don't know how it got it like that. It is destroyed. There's no, it doesn't look like, it looks like slop. Yeah, it, it looked like pig food. Well, maybe I just I bought a not good brand of it. Mm, I, don't I don't think, think I cooked so. It right. I and Poppins made it slop, Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. It looked crazy. So, uh, you eat the burrito, and then uh, what you like to do is after you eat, you like to take a little nap. I like to smoke a cigarette first. Okay, and then you take a nap. So uh, you said, okay, we're going to get to recording this at about um, 11. So it is 10, 10.53, and I go into the to the room where you're sleeping, mm-hmm. and I wake you up. Yeah, but you wake me up by, like, grabbing my foot, and, like, nobody wants to be woken up like that. Yeah, I just like, grab your you- foot, I kind of give it a little tug. But you're stronger than you think you are. You got the... the. Well, I'm not, like, yanking you. I'm just giving a little tug-tug. You don't think you're yanking me, but that's how it feels when you wake up that way. It's okay. I'm going to get your ass back. I'm fucking wake you up. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> I'll wake you up and shake your leg or something. Mm-mm. Pinch your I'm butt, a sound whatever. sleeper. You slept good last night. I heard you snoring out here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You said that last night you came home and then you <laughs> you went into the room and you said hi and then I get up and I look at you with one eye and I like, and then I go back to sleep. I was asleep the whole time, but you you're like you were awake and then I was like no, I was asleep. You opened your eyes. That's awake. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> you have to be conscious to be yeah. awake. Well, you opened your eye and then you just looked at me and then you closed your eyes back and mm-hmm. then it's like okay. That's it. <laughs> so I got some homework done last night, and then uh, I had a pretty uneventful night. Good. After I did the homework, I just kind of crashed out after that. I listened to co- I've been listening to a couple of podcasts, so it's been a lot of interesting things that's been going on. But uh, I want to speak about this incident, this situation that's going on right now in the news, since you brought up the whole shoe situation. Um. So, did you hear that story about there's a lady who works at Nike, and apparently her son is making, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars because he gets her discount from Nike, and then he buys up shoes that he, you know, takes and sells them on eBay or online or wherever people do it. And uh, I guess they're saying it's a conflict of interest, except for she already told the job that her son, uh, you know, his little side business, but he started making all this money and then they fired her. Mm-hmm. Nike fired her. Right. So she worked for the, the Nike corporation and then 
he was getting these shoes with her discount Mm -hmm. and then selling them for thousands of more dollars online because he'll buy them all up. He'd get first pick because his mom works there. Mm -hmm. He'll buy up all these shoes that everybody is going crazy trying to get. And then he'll hold them and then sell them for higher prices. And he was making a lot of fucking money. And it was like, bitch, you fired. (laughs) He said, get out of here. Get the fuck out of here. That's enough. And she thinks it's not fair, but it's kind of like everybody like, there's nothing wrong with a little nepotism. Like, of course. Why wouldn't Ain't nothing wrong with a little nepotism. It's not. Isn't that the song? I don't know. But um, yeah, it's it's interesting because on one hand, I feel like if my, I mean, is nepotism getting something because you have somebody close to the situation, or is nepotism just parent to child? It's favoritism. Favoritism through relation, I would think. Through relation, okay, yeah. because it's kind of the same thing, right? I don't think nepotism is the. I don't think that that has anything to do with it. I, th- I that's not what you're not getting ahead i don't think that that's the right term that how he not getting ahead without the, his mom's discount, i know but that's not nepotism like i think it's a small form of it <laughs> okay right if you think so i think so i, I mean so. i get what you're saying like it's i i understand what nepotism is i get exactly what you're saying you just don't want to use it correctly no i mean i don't know what what do you call that it is some type of favoritism involved in that situation not in the form of she is getting these shoes for him for him to sell. It's like whenever I was in middle school, right? She has access to him and right. she's giving him access that other people don't have. When I was in middle school, um, there was this like uh, reward system that our uh, grade did. It was called Cat Cash. Mm-hmm. We had something because similar, but it was, it was. I remember it, but I don't remember the name of it. Because our mascot were the Wildcats. Mm-hmm. And uh, you would, like, do something good, and then you'd get, like, five cat cash dollars. Or you'd get, like, one dollar if you got, like, an A. Or you'd get, like, ten dollars if you, like, somebody found out you, like, helped, like, a kid into the elevator or something. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, damn, y'all had elevators? We had one elevator. Jesus. And. Must be nice. Yeah, I was, uh, no child left behind, Carmen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, is the teacher going to carry the wheelchair kid up the stairs? Oh, I forgot about the wheelchair kid. Yeah. Damn. Well, a lot of elementary schools are on one level. They're not typically two levels. Well, yeah, we had a, I'm not, there's not going to be an elevator to nothing. Obviously. <laughs> we got okay. this elevator. It goes nowhere. They didn't care about the special. <laughs> they didn't care about the special needs kids in our school because they just put their classes on the first floor, so they uh-huh. would have to go up the stairs. So at the end of the year, at the end of the year, you we, there was like an, an auction, and you could auction like people like donated stuff, and you would auction off and buy things with your cat cash. Mm-hmm. Well, there was this kid, and he was selling Bubblicious bubble gum for cat cash. And like at the end of the That's year, so fucking smart, because though. because we were so young, you don't realize that there's kids are immediate. They want something right now. Right. You know, I, I, what do you mean? You want me to save this for the end of the year? The end of the year is three months away. The end of the year is two months away. The end of the year is two weeks away. I want that gum now. Mm-hmm. You know, so you would buy the gum from the kid and then he had like all the cat cash at the end of the year. 
But then they found out that he had so much. Obviously, because kids think they're getting over on adults, but it doesn't make sense for you right. to have. It's like he's failing all his classes, but he has a million dollars in cat cash. But his mother was buying the gum. Right. So it's she, the same thing. She was in on a scam. Yeah, she was in on it. But I don't think that that's nepotism. That's just, you know. No, that, that's a different that's situation. Like, as that's well, like talking though. about the uh, Massimo, Lori Laughlin, you know. Helping their kid. In, All right, get that's, in, ne- get that's nepotism. It's, I don't think it is, though. Okay, so. <laughs> Let's look it up. How do you spell it? Like You spell it like it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> Sound the shit out, god damn it. <laughs> like, I, I, I understand. I understand. Nepotism is when you get ahead because a parent or something give you something. Or it's like. A practice among those with power or influence of favoring relatives or friends, especially by giving them jobs. So you're not giving anybody jobs. Okay. Right? Right. I don't know. I think it's uh, keep it in the family. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah, it's it's a difficult situation because I'm not a person who is into buying Jordans and different Nikes and different sneakers, those really expensive sneakers. But I know people who are, are very upset by this situation Mm -hmm. because they feel like they got slided on a lot of shoes and paid more money because his mom worked there and he got. Yeah, but you're going to get it. If it wasn't him, it would be the person outside of the, you know, sitting outside waiting to get the shoe. It's still not you. Right. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You can get the, the shoes at market value if you apply yourself people don't like to apply themselves i know because um darius was just showing me something online he was like check this out he was like the shoes were just a hundred dollars yesterday he was like by the time i got my wallet to go on there and buy the shoes they are seven thousand (laughs) dollars somebody already bought the whole stock and reposted them right for seven thousand before within like the hour it took him to like get off work and like sit down and buy it yeah. And he was like, what? He was like, I'm so sick. They were $100. I was, I was going to get them. He was like, not even a whole hour later, they're for $5,000 and $7,000 now. Right. I was like, damn. That's, I didn't realize how big business shoes is. Mm-hmm. Like, how much money is being made with all this, like, uh, is that kind of illegal or no? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't think it's illegal, no. I um, mean, it's not illegal to buy something and then sell it. You can sell things at the price you want if people pay for it. Right. I know that... Uh, in the recent years, uh, StubHub had, which is like an aftermarket ticket sales. Mm-hmm. You know, if I like, I were to buy a ticket to a concert, and I didn't actually want to go, I could go on StubHub and sell these tickets. Mm-hmm. I know there is like a, a a Metallica tour that StubHub like actually like they like reserved tickets, so they sold out super quick. Yeah, and then they sold them at elevated prices. Mm-hmm. That's kind of illegal. And yeah. they actually got slapped with uh, something then, I believe. Yeah. But I don't know how that works for individual people, though, right. that just buy something in there. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think that that's. And that person that bought those shoes, he's probably going to make thousands of dollars. Like, damn, maybe we should need to start buying shoes. Mm-hmm. We I w- to get into the shoe business. I want to say that the government is looking into, like, um, like systems, like, like, uh, playstation 5 and the new xbox like people are like using like bots to like buy those systems up before they're actually for sale yeah or like right when they get on sale so people will like end up with a bunch of them 
And then, like you said, like yeah, they're like a thousand dollars. Like mm-hmm. you, you can you can buy one right now, but I gotta go talk to Joe Jeff, you know, across yeah. the street, and he's gonna sell it to me for a thousand dollars, when it's actually like only like four hundred for the non-disc versions, and then five yeah. for the disc versions. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's pretty crazy. Right. So what else been going on? Uh, what else been going on in your week? Got some new shows, some new books, some uh, new things you've been listening to? No. Well, what's new? <laughs> Nothing's new. Don't. What's new is that hoodie. I know. Talk about that hoodie you got there. It's all right. It's supposed to be uh, <laughs> a, a sex, sexy librarian. A sexy moose librarian. Yeah. See, this main shit be weird, man. Why? Because I told you, first off, when I moved here, I never wanted to get anything with Maine on it. Mm-hmm. I don't like how Now you got the state on your, on I your know, hood. But the you hoodie got the is moose so on the thing. You got uh, Portland High School uh, lounge pants. You've got, uh, you're all maned up. People gonna, whenever you move somewhere else, they're gonna say, there's that girl from Maine. And nah, then they're hell gonna say, no. and then I'm they're throwing gonna away say, all that shit. They're gonna say, <laughs> we, that must be how they do it in Maine, but they don't do it here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know how it is. No, I don't know how it is mm-hmm. because I have a personality and an attitude on me that people don't typically approach me that way. They gonna say it behind my back, maybe, but they're not gonna <laughs> tell me to my face. Be like, what is he? This isn't Maine. We should yeah. tell her. Well, to be honest with you, Kirk, it's not very many people that I've come in contact with that's our age that has traveled the way we have. That a is lot true. of people don't travel the way that we have and mm-hmm. like have lived in these different states and traveled and seen all these different things. Um, you have people that's maybe been to New York or California here or there, but right. to actually like be cultured and, and seen different lifestyles from all across the spectrum. I don't meet many people like that. Mm-hmm. So most of the time my attitude is you ain't this shit. Stop talking to me. Yeah. I think, uh, we were, you had a, uh, a manager at a place that you were working was moving out to California. Yeah. And we went to their like going away thing. Yeah. And uh she was like, "Oh yeah, we're good." And we're like, "Yeah, we're thinking about going somewhere else, you know." And she was like, "Oh, you know, you guys are young. You can do whatever you want." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, that's true." She's like, "You can go here." And I was like, "You know, we've already done all that." Yeah. <laughs> and see, she was the manager of the place, but she was really young. She was only mm-hmm. like 23 years old. So, uh-huh. and she had never left Maine before. Right. So she was just like, I got the courage up to do it. You guys can too. Yeah, like, girl, too. we already done We're traveling. doing it right now. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, we're here. We're kind of at the point where we've done those things and we're trying to settle down by yeah. a house and kind of move forward in that direction. A more, right. a more stable, more adult uh-huh. <laughs> direction. When she's just starting to to get out there and travel and things like that. Yeah, wants to see what's going on. And she got out there, then the world shut down, and then her ass got fired. Well, she, (laughs) well, you don't know. She, uh... She might have kept her job. She probably had, like, a... That was a year. She probably had a year in California. Yeah. She probably already left by the time that... I know, she uh, probably's already back here. She probably lives here, yeah. She lives (laughs) on the street, you know? That's a risky move to make, because she did it with her boyfriend, and they went down there with no place to live, and... Pretty much just camped out on her brother's couch until mm-hmm. they were able to get on their feet. Right. So I might contact her and see how everything's going because I'm interested to see if she's actually back here or if she stayed in California. Right. 
I'm sure it was the smarter move to move back here with her family and actually having a um, support system here versus how California has been the last year Mm -hmm. with everything shut down and not much work. Right. So, yeah, I didn't even think about that, but I guarantee you she probably... (laughs) Maybe. Um, Yeah, I think that uh, a lot of people uh, moved back home like whenever this whole thing was going on they're like i don't have a job i work remotely so i'm gonna work remotely near my family yeah so and our fam both of our families are so spread up Mm -hmm. so i mean like where where do you choose to go if you did choose to go somewhere yeah we got four different (laughs) like it's, it's to the point where this year i mean at least the first vacation that we take to see our families I'm probably gonna have to go see my mom because we, me and you, saw my dad last. Uh-huh. I'm probably gonna have to go see my mom, and you're gonna have to go see one of your parents just right. so we can get two out the way right. because we got four. We did my dad already. We uh-huh. got three more that we need to see. Right? How do you do that? It's too much. If we go to one together, now we got two. We still got to see. Right. For the yeah, year. we gotta. I think we just have to split up this year. We might have to. Yeah. <laughs> Um, we could maybe, maybe split up on the, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> on the first trip. That's sure. what I'm thinking. Sure. And then the last trip we can do something together. We'll see. What? <laughs> well, it's funny cause we try to do a couple trips a year, but this pandemic is really fucking things up for Not us. Not this year. I know. That's the, it's crazy cause that's the point that I was trying to get to in, in life in general and then we were at that point where you can travel and do things like that pretty much. Mm -hmm. And whenever you're able to get time off work and you can go take a trip and blah, blah, like that's nice to do with another person and experience all these new things. Right. And then now we can't do nothing. Mm -hmm. And Kirk wants to wait till he gets the vaccine. I don't want to. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what to do. My mom wants me to take a COVID test. You have to take a test if you go see him. Well, I don't want to. Well, that's not, that doesn't matter. Your want doesn't matter. I'm wearing matter. the mask already. So? I don't want to. I don't got the shit. <laughs> you don't know that? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I feel great. I don't have Yeah, anything. but then you're going to hop on a, hop on a plane. Yeah. Be with those people. Yeah. It's crazy, Carmen. You got to take a test before you go. It's just frustrating. So what? I don't Get want over to it. take a test. That's the world you live in now. That shit sucks. So? So, I don't know. I got to figure it out. But you are pretty adamant that you want to wait till you get a vaccine. Sure. Okay, what if you don't get a vaccine for three years? What about it? Then you can't go nowhere? I looked at the schedule. We're available to get the vaccine in June. Are you sure, though? Yes. It's on the government website, Carmen. Okay. I mean, I know people are already starting to get it. Yeah. See, uh, the state of Maine, they originally had it... um, scheduled through uh essentialness yeah but then they scrapped that and decided that they're gonna do wholly based on age so our age group pops up in june i think that that's a smarter way to go about it because i was just listening to uh the breakfast club and uh it was a lady on there and she was saying how the teachers are getting like the vaccines before the bus drivers 
and the food service workers when they don't think that that's fair. They're like, the teachers are working from home right now. Mm-hmm. They're not even in the school, but they're getting the vaccines first. She was like, do you realize that we're still delivering school lunches to kids? Like, I didn't know that people were doing that. She was like, we deliver lunches every day to kids for the free mm-hmm. lunch program still. Right. Because most a lot of kids depend on a free lunch from school to eat. Right. So they still have the food service workers and the bus drivers on the front lines, like actually in person with families all day. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. And the lady was like, how is that fair for me not to get the vaccine before a teacher that's been at home the whole fucking time? Right. And they on the radio, they were like, we didn't even know that people were doing that. She was like, yes, we never stopped. We've been delivering lunches to kids the entire pandemic. Yeah. I'm like, that's. I'm not in school like that no more, so I don't under. I mean, I didn't know that was going on. No one talks about it, mm-hmm. but it was interesting for her to bring that up. I was like, "Damn, girl, I guess you is on the front line. Nobody give a fuck about a bus driver. That's the issue." Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> I don't even think the city bus drivers are going to get the vaccine first. Mm-hmm. So, when they should, I think Definitely. so. Yeah, it's just a- different. You don't know state by state what's going on. Yeah, that's true. I, I think I like that the whole age group thing. Um. That works. Why not? Okay. Apparently. What do you care? You're not going to get it anyway. No, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) I'm not going to take the test either. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the thing. You want to talk all tough and (laughs) and everything, but you're going to have to bend, Carmen. That's just the way that it is. You know that. You want to be this big, strong chick, but that's not it. You're going to be like, oh, okay. And then you're finally just going to do what you have to do. We all know. (laughs) <laughs> so um i went to the big apple last night mm-hmm. i typically sometimes i'll stop at the big apple it just kind of depends on my route that i'm taking home sometimes right. uh the, the big apple gas station yeah sometimes the Seven Eleven by our house is mm-hmm. uh pretty packed so yeah. it's just easier to go to this you got people in there they want the they've got the three meat pizza for 5.99 right now so People you know, ordering food, you know, food, and, and <laughs> you know the taquitos, the rollos, whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then it got little cheesecakes and macaroons and shit. Everything at the Seven <laughs> Eleven. I think that that Seven Eleven probably. Um, well, they had for the longest time they had the best wings in town. They did have the best wings in town. <laughs> like, there's no reason that those Seven Eleven wings should have been that good. They there's had literally the no be- reason. They had the best wings in when we say in town, not like. Out of all the Seven Elevens, mm-hmm. I mean, in town, like out of all the restaurants, right? Yeah, <laughs> those wings were amazing. Then they quit doing the buffalo, but that's all right. They'll come back around, though. maybe. Yeah, maybe. I hope I don't know though. Oh, I'm I hope I don't know out. about it. You know, I'm gonna find out because uh-huh. soon as I walk in there, they're gonna be like, "Wings, we got the buffalo." <laughs> yeah. So I'll go there, and there's a guy that works at the the Big Apple gas station, and this guy, he's a really nice guy. He talks so fucking much. I ain't never seen no shit like this. I'm uh-huh. literally like, I'm on the phone. Can you stop? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, okay. I'm so sorry to tune on the phone. He's still talking. Right. I literally ignore him. And then he's just like talking to himself. He's talking to me, but I'm not paying attention to him. Mm-hmm. Ignoring him. He's like, okay, would you like a bag with that? You know I never asked for a bag. Right. Dude. If I ask for a bag, give me a bag. Mm-hmm. If I don't ask for a bag, you just got to stop talking. I be, I'm be i literally on a phone with Christina like, this guy got to stop it. And he's still talking. Right. I'm like, I ain't never seen no shit like that. 
you gotta stop this. Mm-hmm. They need to fire him. Why? He's so nice. He's talking people out of the store. Um. So, uh, one time I would go in there and I was picking up some some PBRs for the night, and he he was like, "Oh yeah, I uh, I my buddy, he uh, he gives me his cans." <laughs> He's like, he's like, he gives me his cans. He drinks in his car and he doesn't want to keep the cans in his car. So he gives them to me and he's saving up to, uh, to, to buy something with these cans. He's trying to get a place. Yeah. Well, no, he's, he's, he's saving up to buy something else. But the last time that I saw him, he, I was typically the big apple is pretty packed. Like during the COVID, they only allowed like three people in at a time. Yeah. Now that restriction's not there, so uh, more people are going there, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, because of this, the whole Seven Eleven thing, because they're diagonally across the street from each other. Yeah. Well, uh, this guy he tells me, he says, uh, he says, "You want to hear a joke?" <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." Because I was the only one in the store, so he didn't have to rush to the next person, right? Mm-hmm. He oh, had time for you. He had ass. time for me, and so then he tells me this joke, and it's a long joke. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the, the, the punchline's not even that funny, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, ha! Huh. Like, like, I threw my mask. I'm smiling to be nice. Like, do I have to fake smile anymore, even though I wear a mask? And I'd just be like, oh, that's good, because they can't see me smile anyway. You can tell when somebody's smiling. You know. can tell through the eyes and everything when someone's smiling. I don't know. For sure. I think I can just be like, oh, that's great. There's a movie called Frank, mm-hmm. Michael Fassbinder, mm-hmm. and he wears a he wears a paper mache mask the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a like a, a Mr. Bill or like a Jack in the Box head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, this guy that uh, is there, he's a musician, he's a singer. And this guy that is playing like keyboards for the dude, uh, he's like, I don't like that I can't tell what kind of facial expression you're making. And he's like, uh, pleasant smile. And so he would describe the type of face he's making. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. But that's the world we live in now. No, right? you can tell. You can't read lips as good, so it's hard to hear. Uh-huh. Typically, if you can't hear someone very well, you still put the lips together a little bit to where you kind of can figure out what they're saying. But everything's so muffled with the mask on, so a lot of people have a hard time hearing you. Um, I have a hard time hearing other people. Uh-huh. So when I go to the when I drop you off of work on the weekend, yeah, I go to the mall. Mm-hmm. And like whenever you see like the lotion dudes that have the kiosks and stuff, and they're like, yeah. "Hey, can I give you the lotion?" Uh, they, <laughs> That's how they sound. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what are they? What's their nationality? I don't know. That's, I don't. I think that they're white people. They just talk like that. <laughs> no, they're not. Huh? <laughs> I wouldn't say that they're any kind of nationality. No, they look so. They just talk weird. <laughs> anyway, uh, they. <laughs> <laughs> they don't wear like masks. Like they wear like this like little like plastic thing that will, like go over their face. Yeah, like, you just can kinda, see their face, and you can see their face. But it, it's like not really like a barrier anyway. Like you, they're literally just talking normal. Mm-hmm. It's just a little shield that goes. It doesn't even like go over their nose. No, it's just, so, just a little thing mouth. that's 
got created to like, well, you can slip through the cracks with this. Yeah, with this guy. Mm-hmm. And then there's a guy outside of the Apple store and he's like their like little like guard man. And he has a mask that goes around his face like normal. But then there's a window where you can see his mouth. Yeah. Some pretty cool stuff. I'm so surprised that the Apple store here is so fucking busy. Is that a normal thing for the Apple store to be that busy? Yeah. Why? They, they They used to have a smaller shop. And they had to move to the big shop because they were getting so much traffic. Yeah, but is it that people are buying things or are they like, what the? What are people at this Apple store doing? They go in there for support. They go in there to buy things. Yeah. I imagine how many phones are Apple phones. You always see people in the PCS store, in that Metro store. Metro popping. But you only see people in there. Kirk, let me tell you. For Metro, I pay $31 a month, and that dollar a month is for my insurance. So if anything happens to my phone, I <laughs> exactly. get a Exactly. And Apple people do the same thing. Gotcha. It just always seems packed. It's, it's like a unusually. Yeah. Like a line I mean, around. A, like, God damn. When we bought a laptop, I was like, maybe we should get an Apple laptop because. Or maybe not. So we don't have to <laughs> wait in that line. How about that? But maybe we should get an Apple laptop. So that way, you know, we get the free Apple TV Plus subscriptions and we can watch the beastie boys documentary <laughs> gonna you pay two thousand dollars just to watch the beastie boys documentary right. yeah absolutely not <laughs> like we're looking for computers you look what do you think about this one i'm like i just don't know about buying an item that costs seven hundred dollars uh-huh. unless it's like for a car or a place other things though like even when i bought this comfort buying this comforter set that's a lot of money for a comforter was it worth it? Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. But initially, when I do it, I'm like, oh, hell no. Nah. Right. I look at the price, right. I'm like, what the I fuck would I buy much. that? I could do other things with that. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> So it's just a weird thing. Right. So, and like I told you, I'm not very attached to many things material. So I don't understand it. You like more of the things than I like, I think. Like what? Like art, things like that. Like, oh, yeah. You got to have something to look at. Like, how much did it cost you to get that wing poster frame again? Um, 50 maybe $100. I think it was closer to 100 I don't think it was 100 but it was at least 50 maybe 100 Yeah, to get a post, a picture framed. Right. Absolutely. That's nuts to me. Yeah, but it was matted, framed, the whole thing. Yeah. It was a custom job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I just, there is no way in the world I would pay f- that much money to get a picture frame. I'm going to go to CVS and get a picture frame and stick that shit in there. Yeah, that's true, too. And I could have done that with that. Um, I actually wanted to spend more because I wanted to get, like, a mu- museum glass. <laughs> I'm serious. Because the glass oh, that is in it fancy, now. Yeah, yeah. It, it protects from UV rays and doesn't let it fade if it gets in the sun. But we live in a... A dark place, so it's a well, we have it in a dark place, so it's fine, yeah. No, it's really nice. So, I was down downtown, uh, I work downtown, so I'm always down there. So, I see everybody that works downtown, I run into people everywhere, especially because I've worked in multiple restaurants, and the restaurant community here is pretty, pretty close, I would say. Like, you can always find somebody who has worked in a restaurant or know about the restaurant or like people are just in tune with each other when right. it comes to work. And I was walking past the, the raw bar mm-hmm. 
And, you know, they have uh, tables outside when it warms up a little bit. Right. And this couple were sitting there playing footsies. Mm-hmm. Hardcore footsies. Hardcore footsies. Table. That's such, is that not a, like, childish thing to do? I don't know. People express themselves. They in... look like they had to be in, like, their 40s. Right. What do you get out of, like, touching another You're showing person? their your connection. Like, hey. Hey, gonna... my my heel is touching your fucking converse or whatever the fuck he was wearing. Uh-huh. My my heel is touching your dress shoe. Like right. it's not like they had socks. It's like on. we are one. Oh my god! I can't wait to eat raw seafood with you. With you. <laughs> with my feet out. And people were like, "Oh my god, what they say? Oysters are an aphrodisiac. It makes you have sex." Right? No, it don't. <laughs> You don't think so? <laughs> Absolutely not. Why not? I never eat oysters and be like, I'm trying to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Where me a man at? Because Where I just had a, some oysters. oysters. I'm I'm ready for it. This mm-hmm. is about to spice up the night. Hell right. no. I don't know where people get that from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, you probably had alcohol with it because typically people drink when they have oysters. It's mm-hmm. kind of a thing that people do. Right. You go out for seafood, you have drinks, and... Maybe you having sex because of the drinks, not right. the oysters. Well, who knows? <laughs> That's so funny. So you hear the? Did you hear the apology that Chris D'Elia gave? Yeah, I did. Well, he did he apologize? No, he not um, not really. He what he said? Cancel him. Keep his ass canceled. Keep him canceled. Cancel him. Well, I think there's a lawsuit against him now. He, after he the apology, crazy. after the apology, somebody uh, sued him over abuse. I um, know, like he can't catch a break right now. Yeah. So, and would that have happened if he didn't do? If he did the didn't do the apology? I don't know. But um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So uh, he basically said that um, he explained his. Uh, situation as some of the uh, direct messages that he had sent um, seem forward towards people because he wanted to be honest and say hey this is all about sex but she's 17 <laughs> yeah and then she's like well I'm 17 and then he didn't like respond anymore right and I understand yeah. that he didn't actually commit a crime the right. only thing he the only thing he's guilty of of being a fucking creep mm-hmm. and you have to own own that you got to take responsibility for that and you, i think he he did do that he did but right. but people already labeled him a creep that's right. it that's it Dunskis. <laughs> yeah i mean that's the whole thing like you if it's one girl that's one thing but you have a situation where multiple women uh, multiple women now were kids. Like even during the AOL, how the fuck they go back and get your AOL messages mm-hmm. and put them out? Right. MySpace messages and put them out. Like mm-hmm. you Everything. kept you reached out, and these not fans that reached out to you. Some of them were, mm-hmm. but a lot later of these, on they were. Later on they were. A right. lot of these girls were people who he reached out to who were uh, like underage. Mm-hmm. Even though he did nothing with them, why do you keep finding the underage ones? I don't know. Like, I don't... Because look they, at a, they've a young, got a look that he liked, and then he was like, okay, let's check it out. I can look at somebody and tell they're young. Or I'll say, how old are you? I don't know. Maybe May- start with the how old are you <laughs> How first. old are you? Blah, blah, blah. But no, let's get some let's get some uh, uh, conversation out of the way first. Then we get to the age stuff. Yeah, that's crazy. And also, there's some people that aren't going to want to 
tell him their age immediately. Okay, but and they kind of want to play that game where that's like, one thing. But if that was the dialogue, then he would be justified. Mm-hmm. However, that wasn't the dialogue. Right. The dialogue was come over to my house, let's fuck. Mm-hmm. And then they said, "I'm 17." Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, you Bye-bye. started off. You started off wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably don't start off with the fucking before you know the age. Maybe not. <laughs> It's so funny. Yeah. And then, obviously, right now, T.I. and Tiny are in the same situation. Have you been hearing about that whole scandal that's going on? Yeah, uh, they kicked them off of the new Ant-Man movie. No <laughs> T.I. and Ant-Man, not or number three. Or they canceled his show as well. He's uh, has It's an attorney representing 11 women that's, that's coming out That's what the show's about? Them. The show is about his family. Okay. And they canceled the show as well. Oh. And now... It's like the Osbournes? Yeah, it was like, yeah. No. The Osbournes. Why would it be like the Osbournes? Like Ozzy Osbourne's show? Yeah. So Growing up Gotti? Yeah. The no. Kardashians? No. It was his own thing. It was a uh, it showed a mother and a was father it like taking Brun's care house? of their kids. Yeah. Like the Osbournes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was more so so like uh, that. It's been so long since I've seen the Osbournes look so fucking creepy and dark with yeah, red. Like that's I what made them funny. Right, but the, I don't know if like I can't put them in the same category okay. as the Ti. We don't have to put them in the same category. All right, but uh, but it's like Run's house. Yes, whose house? It's like Run's house. Uh-huh. So um, it's a fucked up situation. I don't think that. I would like to think that they didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Okay, they were having threesomes and sex parties. You you can't be famous and have sex parties. All right. But there's been multiple people who... But you can. You can. Right. But then you get to me too. Right. That's the crazy thing. Like, somebody was talking about this. Uh, somebody's that's in the Hollywood scene, and they're like, if somebody was recording all the shit that I talked to uh, to my friends about and how we talk to people Everything. and shit like that, right? Like we would be me too as well. Mm-hmm. Everybody would be me too, right? Like sometimes you're just talking and having a good time because obviously they're talking about uh, uh, what is it, Governor Mayor Cuomo? Is he the governor or the mayor? Governor, mm-hmm. right? They're talking about him because now he getting to me too as well. Jesus Christ. Yep. <laughs> I'm so sick of it. It's crazy. I know. It's a crazy situation. But not T.I. and Tiny. No. Get them out of there. No. Ain't no sex parties going on. No. I and need no proof. ATL. Is that the movie he was in? Yeah. Also about rollerblading? That's his movie. Roller skating? That's his movie. Huh? It was a ro- It came out right about the same time as yeah. Roll Bounce, and they were just skating in it? No. Roll Bounce was, was afterwards. Um, but Roll Bounce is the better movie? I don't know about that. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, probably the better movie. You don't know if Roll Bounds is better than an ATL? Well, Diana Ross' son is in ATL. So? He's a great actor. Get out of here. He is. Chai McBride? Chi? Chai? Chai? Chi McBride? The dad on Roll Bounds? He's in Roll Bounds. Nobody give a fuck about him. (laughs) I love him. You like him? Yeah, he's in a movie called uh, Let's Go to Prison. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that movie. (laughs) <laughs> Directed by Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. You ready to finish this up? Yeah. I think this is the end of it. Um, thank you guys for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions, please go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com and uh, check out our YouTube channel, Sweet Gravy Podcast. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs>